Hey, Burke and I are here to welcome you back to part two. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. Here we go. I got a dead kitty sitting in front of me right now. So relaxed, I can pet his stomach without getting clawed to death. That's scary. Born June 17th, 1951 in Passaic, New Jersey. This gentleman has been nominated for two primetime Emmys for his work on Saturday Night Live. Hmm. He was in Saturday Night Live from 1980 to 1984, playing various characters such as Frank Sinatra, Billy Crystal. <laughs> ah, see. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's Eddie Murphy. He was in the buckwheat sketch, <laughs> but it's not Eddie Murphy. Okay. Dang. Joe Piscopo? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of my favorite sketches. Uh, on Saturday Night Live was the buckwheat sketch with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, his Sinatra was was well, golden he, too, man. Yeah. yeah, you had to go there. You had to go there. The second favorite on my list is Joe Piscopo and Eddie Murphy as Stevie Wonder and Frank Sinatra. Oh my god, uh, that's a great bit. Holy cow! But I, I honestly think that. Well, I, I think the Joe Piscopo or, or the uh, the Buckwheat sketch was just as good as the Frank Sinatra sketch. <clears throat> but the thing about the Frank Sinatra sketch was that Sinatra actually contacted Piscopo afterwards and said that it was the funniest thing he'd ever seen. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm always surprised that he did not go further into acting. Well, like, whatever happened to him? He was he was in one of my favorite movies, Johnny Dangerously. Yeah, and uh, the best line from that: "You can't, Parker. Yeah, I can. I'm handicapped. What handicap do you have? I'm psychotic." <laughs> Mother forkin. <laughs> Mother forkin. 
<laughs> I, I used to remember all those. And the weird thing is I've never seen that movie all the way through. I've just like heard bits from it. Now his special commentaries on, on the weekend update were to die for <laughs> because he had no filter. He just said <laughs> what he wanted to say, and then he would get yelled at for it later. Uh, anyways, that, that's all I have for Joe Piscopo. Uh, gotcha. Love my number eight. I hope, I hope I get to put a yellow highlight on Mr. Piscopo, but I don't know about you. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now, he did not make my list. He could have been a runner up very easily, but did not make my list. So my number seven is a yes. gentleman and a scholar <laughs> who was on the show from 1975 to 1977 and an eight time host. And he was the very first anchor for weekend update. 1975 to 77. Man, I wasn't even allowed to watch Saturday Night Live then. We're talking to OG, man. 75 was the first season. Gosh. Um, he has that? 101 actor credits on IMDb. You're kidding. Nope. Uh, all right. I'm going to say he did impressions of Gerald Ford, Jeffrey Dahmer, Leonard Nimoy, Ronald Reagan, and David Eisenhower. His famous was the Gerald Ford bit, though. Gerald Ford. Um, and he did a lot of the live from New York at Saturday Night Night intros. I am going to say man, this is so tough. I actually have it's easy. To... We've been dancing around this dude all night long, man. Damn, damn, damn. I'm going to say and about the only skit he really was good in was the land shark. He played the land shark. Damn, I do not remember the. I, I do remember the land shark because it it, it ate people. <laughs> um, it's Mister Chevy Chase. I was just I I I was. Wondering, okay, I was either going to say Dan Aykroyd or Chevy Chase because yep. they both played the role and they were both in the beginning of the the SNL. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, uh, Caddyshack, see, Vacation, Three Amigos, I, Spies I just, Like Us. Dan Aykroyd is, is the first update co-anchor to change jobs at the fictional newscast. 
Uh, okay. So he was co-anchor with Chevy Chase, and then he became the program director. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to admit, one of my favorite all-time films is the movie Fletch. In my opinion, that is his his pinnacle of comedic. Uh, he, he he plays it so straight and just does what he wants. I, I love the movie Fletch. Fletch Absolutely was, love it. Fletch was good, but <laughs> you'd probably you probably like Vacation Series better. No, Vacation Series was good, but that wasn't my favorite. My favorite was Spies Like Us, and it wasn't necessarily because of Chevy chase. I, I think it was the. Whole ensemble the, thing, the Chevy chase, Dan Aykroyd thing was so symbiotic. Like they played off of each other. It's, it's sad that they're not friends now. Um, because they were, they were so in tune with each other well uh Chevy, i guess was a hard guy to work with he actually when he came back to he was the first cast member after he left to host saturday night live got into a fist fight with bill murray right before the taping of saturday night live that he hosted like you can actually see like a mark on it's either Murray's face or Chevy's face. I can't remember, but yeah, there it was, was on actual... Bill Murray's face. Okay. Yeah. There was an actual fist fight <laughs> who who's actually been Well, he was complained about during zombie land, uh, uh, being noted as an actor that's hard to work with. He was also in what about Bob complained about. Oh, wow. By, uh, what was his name? Dreyfus. Um, hmm. and drive is kind of weird dude though well Dreyfus complained about everything yeah, yeah. Um, so they, all right man da, 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 da. what you um, got for your number seven she oh was born in 1946 in Detroit Michigan she was on Saturday Night Live from 1975 to 1980. She was in all 107 episodes for those years. Wow. Um, there's only three of them. Well, hold you on. One in three chance. <laughs> Her comedy has been ranked with Lucille Ball. Gilda Radner. Yes. She God, was, I loved Gilda. She was married. To Gene Wilder, wasn't she? To Gene Wilder. Yes. And, and if you can make Gene Wilder laugh, you're a funny person. Well, what Gene Wilder used to say was that she would help him in writing characters. So she was extremely good at, um, uh, what do you call it? Her craft. Her craft. 
Um, they were both on Saturday Night Live, which I didn't even realize that that Gene Wilder was on Saturday Night Live. Neither um, did I. Huh. So yeah, uh, well, it says uh, it's. Uh, it does not seem uh, like uh, oh, his no, type no, of show. No, he wasn't. Gilda left the show. Okay, there you go. Gilda left the show to marry Gene Wilder. Oh, wow. That's a good reason. I mean, Who, honestly, if you're going to leave Saturday Night Live, that's a good reason. Whom she met on a movie set um, and fell in love with nearly on the spot. <laughs> not more than a year later, Gilda started having pains in her upper legs and she was eventually diagnosed with ovarian cancer. Um, yeah, she, uh, she was in crowd. Okay. The yelling lady on the newscast, Rosanna, 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 Dana. Fabulous. She was so good at Did making the people laugh. Teenager. With, yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chomping on that gum. <laughs> uh man, anyways, like her. like I said, she was uh uh she was an incredibly great actress. Um kind of remind me of Ruth Buzzy a little bit. She was up for the role of Shirley Feeney. Really? In, in Laverne, and, Laverne Shirley. and Shirley. Um, but was recasted with Cindy Williams. Huh. What's uh uh there, there was another one that I have to oh, she was the mentor to Catherine O'Hara. Oh, from uh, SCTV. Yeah. From SCTV, from Schitt's Creek. Uh, she plays the mother in Schitt's Creek. Yep. Which, if you haven't watched that yet, I, I haven't. I just don't have the time. Oh, she was also the mother in Home Alone. So, yeah. I, she, she, she's. I've brilliant. actually watched a ton of SCTV with candy and and all those guys oh god that is some good stuff i uh, take off to the great white north uh, yeah good stuff yeah she she was in a lot of stuff um, mm -hmm. oh yeah but 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 anyway we're anyways gilda we're talking about gilda Beetlejuice. That's what I remembered her from. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going yeah. big. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. <off> topic. <laughs> so I, that's, that's, a, she was romantically involved with Peter Firth. Really? Really? Hmm. Holy cow. He's a suave motherfucker. He is. Little bastard was banging <laughs> the Gilda. <laughs> Ooh. All right, sir. That's that's it for my number seven. <laughs> so my number six gentleman was a cast member from 1989 to 1995. 
had about a dozen reoccurring characters and probably about 20 different impressions. Has 58 IMDb actor credits. That's all I can give you without giving away who it is. So some of his characters. Give me me the year. 89 to 95. 89 to 95. He played Philip, Pat Arnold, Marcello, Linda Richmond, Ed Miles, the middle-aged man, Dieter, Simon, and Wayne Campbell. It is Mr. Mike Myers. Now, his impressions include... Hey, my guess for that is Mike Myers. You are correct, sir. Good job. (laughs) Now, he did impressions of Adolf Hitler, Albert Einstein, Barbara Streisand, Carl Sagan, Charlie Sheen, Garth Brooks, Howie Mandel. I think you mentioned that. John Denver. Yeah. John Wayne Boppet. Oh God. <laughs> Jonathan Price. Oh Judy gosh, Garland. I... Mick Jagger. Phil Collins. Prince Andrew. Ron Wood. You must have a thing for the Stones. Tony Orlando and Vladimir Lenin. <laughs> and if it's not Scottish, it's crap. Would you like to touch my monkey? <laughs> I loved his bit with Simon in the bathtub. You cheeky bum watcher. Yes, you are. <laughs> and of course, then he yeah, he also has 58 uh actor credits in IMDb. Austin Powers, obviously, his big thing. Shrek, yeah. Wayne's World. And I actually one of my favorites is So I Married an Axe Murderer. That movie is just so low-key funny. It just it like slipped under the radar for a ton of people, but that's a great, great flick. So that is my number f- six pick, and that's all I got about it. All right, sir. My next gentleman. My that was your six pick, right? Yeah. All right, we're taking a break after this next one. Okay. Uh, this gentleman was on SNL. This gentleman was on SNL. Come on, SNL. <laughs> uh, Is this writer or something? No, it's actor. There we go. This gentleman was on SNL from 1993 until 1998 full-time, and then he uh, hosted a few times and did a few comebacks all the way till 2009. Hmm. He was fired from SNL. I now know who you are talking about. (laughs) And Mr. Norm McDonald. Uh, Norm died last year of cancer. 
and too was, soon. was born in 1959 in Quebec City, Quebec, Canada. Huh. Part of the Groundlings group. Uh, he headed up the news anchor desk for years, right up until he decided to pick on some people. (laughs) 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 Which, which didn't go over too well. Uh, Uh, The really sad thing with Norm is he is the one who developed the Jeopardy sketch just to show off is Burt Reynolds impression. Well, the, the Burt Reynolds impression was extremely funny. I mean, he played a great Burt. He even looked like Burt. Oh yeah. Uh, the the West side story, like gang. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. What is wrong with my microphone? It's Uh, got a part. And then I was wrong. Yeah. Are, are you okay? Oh, sure. It, it. Um, Norm McDonald's final appearance as Burt Reynolds on Celebrity Jeopardy was uh was was brilliant. Um, Wasn't that like the 40th anniversary? Yes. In 1996, that was the first time that Burt Reynolds did the celebrity uh, celebrity jeopardy celebrity jeopardy the big hat um, <laughs> uh, my favorite skits were Central Park Zoo the, I don't remember that one the polar bear cage him and Chris Farley I don't remember that one they, they go to the zoo and they're like all nice and clean and everything. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're, they're coming out and they're, they're all covered in blood. And they were, <laughs> it was all about them going into the, the polar bear cage. <laughs> they went inside the cage. <laughs> oh my God. Um, uh, Norm McDonald's Norm McDonald, um, did, Bob Dole. He he uh oh, God, he played that's Bob right. Dole <laughs> the one time and did did an entire monologue by himself. It was freaking hilarious. <laughs> um he, he yeah, it, it it was it was all about Bob Dole doing everything better than Bill Clinton. And <laughs> I, I was just I, freaking hilarious. But yes, his uh his number one thing was uh, was the weekend update. Yeah, he he was very good on the weekend update. And and like I said, he uh, I, I keep, okay now now I'm going blank as to what that was all about. It was like uh, was that the OJ trial? Might have been. I don't remember the exact. I think it was the OJ trial or something like that, and they they uh he was like dead against the 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 verdict that came down so <laughs> he he just started slamming everyone <laughs> and i was like oh this is oh, this is getting good. Shit's getting real yeah, shit. <laughs> right up until uh, uh lorne lorne said oh we're by the way 
you don't work here anymore. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but you no longer have a job. <laughs> have a good weekend. You have um, a job. It's just not here. Get out of my eyes, you little furry asshole. I, I my love cat, cat is playing with my ice cubes. You bastard. I ah. love your cat. Yeah, um, you can have him. No. <laughs> He'd take have, care of the squirrels. I have much better things to do with my life. <laughs> um, on that note, it is time for a, a little break. breaky break. Because my brouhaha is empty. We'll be right back. little bit of some old journey love me some old journey man Hmm. all right now i need to make sure that i didn't close all my shit to play that (laughs) (sighs) all right good all right sir um, I think you are up. I believe so. Your number five. My number five is another gentleman. 1980 to 1984 cast member, three-time host. This should give it away. He and Joe Piscopo were the only cast members not fired for the 1981 Buckwheat. season. Yes. Buckwheat. Mr. Eddie Murphy. He did impressions of Bill Cosby, Bruce Lee, Herschel Walker, James Brown. Get in hot tub. Gonna get wet. Gonna make me sweat. His Herschel Herschel Walker was brilliant. (laughs) Muhammad Ali, Sam Davis Jr., Stevie Wonder. Oh, God. Uh, Characters, (laughs) Buckwheat, Clarence Walker, Gumby, Little Richard Simmons, Mr. Robinson in his neighborhood. Mr. Robinson, in, uh, yes. <laughs> Tyrone Green. I love that sketch. <laughs> and yes. Bama Jones. Buy my book by Bama Jones. Uh, <sighs> Kill My Landlord may be one of the funniest sketches ever. <laughs> the poetry coming out of the prisons. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. And Mr. Robinson neighborhood. I'm like, okay, so in 1982, Fred Rogers was actually at Rockefeller Center in New York. He had just finished taping a segment uh, with Late Night with David Letterman. Mm-hmm. And according to David Newell, don't know who he is, uh, who had accompanied Fred on the trip, the staff suggested Fred stop by the set of Saturday Night Live 
which taped in the building's ninth floor to meet Eddie Murphy. Mr. Murphy did a very popular parody of the neighborhood. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Fred said that he had actually enjoyed Eddie Murphy's work on the show and his own alter ego. And he, grew, he agreed to go up and tell him that. So he actually walked into. So <laughs> Fred knocks on Eddie's dressing room door. Eddie Murphy opens it up. He takes a step back. Won't you be my neighbor? Dick gets a big <laughs> Hello, smile neighbor. on his face and said, this is the real Mr. Rogers. And then hugged Fred. So, yeah, Mr. Rogers liked Mr. Robinson's neighborhood, which I think is just awesome. <laughs> and then, of course, he went on to do a whole bunch of other good stuff. Beverly Hills Cop. And, yeah, I, I loved and, and Eddie Murphy was kind of that revival cast. Um, it really put SNL back on his feet. Now, I guess in the 1981 season, it was pretty much the Eddie Murphy, Joe Piscopo show. Yes. <laughs> Everybody else was just a year in the background. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, Eddie Murphy played so well off of everyone. Oh yeah. But but the fact is, is that he was larger than life, which, which meant that it didn't matter if he played off. It didn't matter. He was funny on his own. He oh, could yeah. go out there and do a monologue and it'd be funny. Um, That's all be, I got. Don't be surprised if you hear that name again. Gumby, damn it. All right. Uh, You're number five, sir. Yeah. I just realized that I have Dennis Miller on my thing twice. Oops. Uh, so, so, I loved it so much. I put him on there twice. So Dennis is, is, um, is 10 and he's also four. <laughs> so, so, you know, he, here's, Here's what I'm going to do with this. I'm actually going to be, uh, I'll be okay with this because I honestly believe that Mike Myers really should have been up higher than 16th. But then again, okay. David Spade should have been up higher than, than where he was. Okay. <sighs> Tell you what, let's take a minute in place of your number five here to recognize some of the cast members that were there for a hot second and gone and names that we might know. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. I was going through the entire cast list and I was like, holy crap. Let's see. Jim Brewer for, uh, who played with J- uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. He was on there for, for he was actually, let's see. Uh, yeah. Three years. So Jim Brewer was on there. I was like, I, I totally forgot about him. Um, let's see. Joan Kuzak was on the show for oh. one year. Yeah, but she was phenomenal. And oh, she, she was funny as hell. The the thing. Okay. Joan Cusack is uh, Joan and, and, and her brother are incredible. I love them both. They're, they're both what, what I consider to be dry actors. Oh God! Like yeah, their their comedy is very like, dry. Her in the Adams Family too is fucking brilliant. But oh my God, it, it, she is she is 
really perfect for that. Oh yeah. Um, All right. So Robert Downey Jr. was on Saturday Night Live for one year. Brian Doyle Murphy, Murray. Sorry, Brian Doyle Murray was on there for one or one year, two years. I'm sorry. 1980 and then 81 to 82. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Fallon was on the show, which I totally forgot about. Uh, yeah. Al Franken, who was a writer f- uh, from the beginning, was a cast member for a couple of years on and off. And some of his stuff is his weekend update stuff was, is golden because he's so dipping. Gilbert Godfrey was on the show for a year. Oh, shit. Anthony Michael Hall was on the show for a year. Brad Hall was on the show for a year. Rich Hall was on the show for a year. Um, Jan Hooks. I totally forgot about her. Holy crap. Let's see. Who else? Scrolling. We're scrolling. Julia Louise Dreyfus. She was on there for three years. Tim Meadows. I love Tim Meadows. Seth Myers. Yeah. Let's see. Jay Moore. Great impression guy. Nope, nope. I saw somebody else in here. Chris Parnell. Remember Chris Parnell? Mm, no. He does voiceover work for Archer as Cyril Figgis. Okay. Love him to death. Randy Quaid, Colin Quinn, Rob Riggle. Have you ever watched a show that's currently Rob Riggle? Yeah. (laughs) Holy moly. Have you ever seen that? Oh, dear God. They just came out with a new season. I haven't watched any of the episodes yet. He was on for a year. Um, Okay. Paul Schaefer was actually a cast member, even though he was in the band. I was going to say he was actually the band leader. Yep. No, he Um, was actually a cast member also from 79 to 80. Harry Shearer, who does voices for the Simpsons. He was on there. Sarah Silverman. Hmm. I'm not seeing too many other people. Fred Wolf. Like, I feel like I should know this guy. Film director, screenwriter, television writer. Oh, he was an uncredited writer on Tommy Boy. Okay. He was a actor only in Little Nicky. He was a writer on Joe Dirt. So anyway, just a shout out to the couple of people that we totally forgot about. Yeah, it's not that I don't like those people. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was Ooh. clinking my ice. Hey. I apologize. Well, you were swallowing earlier. That drives me more nuts. I, I, I've been hitting the space bar, but yeah, it doesn't always work. I apologize. Getting better. Uh, let's see here. Andy Samberg. Yeah, but he is he was a little bigger than Amy Poehler. Now, yeah. 
she would actually deserve it. Uh, Cecily Strong would deserve it. What was that? What was what? Uh, it sounded like feedback. But I don't know what would be feedbacking. It's not over here because I'm sticking my ears right into my <laughs> microphone and it's not happening. I don't know what that was. Um, Don Pardo. Oh, God, that's right. 705 episodes as the, the announcer. announcer. Yeah. That's incredible. But, but what I was really thinking was putting Seth Myers in there because he's not on my list. And you think yeah. about it, 254 episodes. Holy cow. 200. I'm sorry that I'm wearing my sunglasses. I look somehow I took my regular glasses off somewhere <laughs> and I cannot see without glasses. <laughs> and the only glasses near me are sunglasses. So poor Bert. But you switched out your regular glasses for your sunglasses just a minute ago. They got to be nearby. No. Nope. You're probably sitting on them. They're not. I came back. I sat down. I probably left them in Kristen's room. <laughs> I, I probably had them on when I went. Anyways. So you could probably read my list and see that everything that's on there is yours. I, uh, I can't read it, but I can I can see the screens, but I can't read it. So anyway, all righty. So my number four, your number four, 1995 to 2002 cast member, five time host. He has done characters such as Lucifer. David Larry, Gordon Davis, Hank, Jesus, Spider, Troy. This doesn't help me at all. Hi, cat. See that tail up there? I do. All right. Get over on your side. There you go. His impressions include Al Gore, Bob Guccione, Charlton Heston, China with a Y. I love China. Dennis DeYoung, <laughs> Donald Sutherland. What? What Dr. year? Phil. What years? What year did he start? Nineteen ninety-five to two thousand and two. Get off my keyboard, you little bastard! George Bush. He possibly had the best George Bush of any cast member. George W. Ever. He did Harry Carey. That should give it away. Uh, Hello, sports fans. Welcome. To <laughs> I'm 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 looking through my list, and nobody is there from '95 until. Really, he Was also it? did impressions oh, of Tony Orlando, Colin Let Quinn. No, although I oh. wish he was on my list. I love Colin Quinn. Um, Damn. He was 95 to 2001. With his fellow friend and cast member, Chris Kattan, he created Doug and Steve Batabi, two recurring characters that became popular enough to steer in their own movie, A Night at the Roxbury. Hmm. Mm. 
Yeah, you're, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, There's only two dudes in Night at the Roxbury and it ate Chris Catan. It's the other dude. Well, and, and and that's a fabulous thing, but you have to remember that that this guy started after I quit watching. I quit watching uh, when I went in the Navy, which was 1992. Well, um, let's, let's do this. Let's look you up here. So I'm going through my list here to see when people were in. Um, it wasn't David Kochner. That is not how you spell that name. What the? Don't bite my hand. Yeah, I love your cat. I hate this little asshole. Yeah. Yeah, sure you do. There we go. No, I'm spelling his name wrong. That's why. Let's see. He has 84 84. producer credits on IMDb. Four. 84. Uh, 22 writer credits and 129 actor credits. Wow. That is the poo right there. Uh, Night of the Roxbury, same thing like Hercules, the TV series. No way. I did it, not know that. Was it Will Ferrell? It is Will Ferrell. You are correct, sir. You, you, oh, have, to do the, you have to do the ding. Oh, wait. Do the ding. There you go. <laughs> I just love the dong at the end of that. Um, wow. Uh, how is it that I forgot to put Will Ferrell on my list? I, I, I Dude, I, I had no clue all the cast members that have been on this show there's so many good ones out there, but I mean, this is the guy that went on to do so many funny things. I mean, he had a bit part in the, uh, 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 Oh God, what was the one about the, the wedding crashers? Yes. His bit part in the wedding crashers is hilarious. He's only got like five minutes of screen time and he's hilarious. Hmm. Oh God. His impressions, Al Gore, Alex Trebek, Brian Williams, Charlton Heston, Elton John, Fidel Castro, but his Bush was spot on. Oh my God. His Bush was spot on. Um, Carol left after the May 18th, 2002 episode. After seven years on the show, the final sketch of the episode featured a special farewell to Farrell from all the other cast members. Since then, he has starred in many movies, including Anchorman, Legend of Ron Burgundy, Talladega Nights, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby, Step Brothers, all of which were written and directed by former SNL writer Adam McKay. Uh, my favorite character still to this day was his uh, Zoolander, uh, Morimoto, Moto, Mobatu, 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 something like that. Um, absolute he is freaking although ron burgundy is good stuff come, come on ron burgundy is freaking to die for <laughs> do you remember the skit where he, he he and that and i cannot remember her name the really short not great looking girl they played the couple that were deeply in love with each other yes <laughs> 
But I mean, let's face it. If you say I need more cowbell to anybody in the whole world, they, they know, know exactly what they you're know. talking about. They know. They know exactly what you're talking about. And Bruce Dickerson needs more cowbell. <laughs> he's gone on to do so much great stuff afterwards he definitely had to have a spot definitely in the top five for me so that's all i got to say about that that's all i got to say about that um yeah i'm i'm very upset with my list because my list is not the same list that i did because number four was supposed to be John Belushi. Um, I slid David Spade in there. Hmm. Uh, we're on number four right now, right? Well, guess yes. what? You are on number four. I'm going to do John Belushi. Okay. Um, let me bring up my John Belushi notes. John Belushi. Where's my John Belushi notes? See, everything is freaking pissed. Piss, piss me off. Uh, John Belushi was one of the original actors on Saturday Night Live. That is correct. He was born January 24th, 1949, in Chicago, Illinois. I have this funny feeling that he's on your list. Um, it's a possibility. Uh, you, because I can see as I'm talking, you're just reading along on your page. <laughs> uh, <laughs> has a brother named Jim. It uh, was very good. But did you I mean, see oh, Jim in The Principal? Yes. One of my that was, favorite yeah. movies with Jim good Belushi. Stuff. Uh, he also did that that cop with the dog that I can't remember what that was. Anyways, John Belushi is a plank owner. And if, for those of you that are not in the Navy, a plank owner is a person that is on a ship when it is commissioned. Oh, wow. Um, they have their name engraved in the ship. So any okay. person that that was on a ship when it was commissioned is always on the quarter deck. Nice. Which is kind of cool. All right. Um, 1979. Uh, in 1979, he worked alongside Dan Aykroyd and appeared in minor roles in Steven Spielberg's financially unsuccessful 1941. But I, I love that movie. I absolutely love that movie. This was where they got introduced to John Landis. Oh, and that was a great pairing. Which brought in 1980 the Blues Brothers. Um, I will say his best movie was national lampoons animal house i will agree with you on that sir uh he actually appeared 
1978, a movie called Going South. Not familiar with that, but you, I will roll. Do with you that. know what? Do you know what makes that that important? No. Going South, made in 1978, starred and was directed by Jack Nicholson. Really? Yes. Uh, what else? I, I could go on and on and on and on about John Belushi, but I have this funny feeling that Mr. Davis or Count Davis. Count Lord. No, you're Count Burt Davis, Lord, Lord of Carrie. And you are a reverend. Now you could petty use... officer, Lord of Carrie, Count <laughs> Scott Davis. <laughs> I got it right. I got it right. <laughs> reverend Count oh. Petty Officer Scott Davis, Lord of Lord Carrie. Oh, sorry, my bad. I got them all in at least. Okay, you got them all there. <laughs> oh right, my god. We are on your number three. Number three. Cast member, OG cast member, 1975 to 1979. Uh, it's going to be John Belushi. No. Or is it Bill Murray? No. Dan Aykroyd? Yes. Jane, you ignorant slut. Best best line ever <laughs> bang 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 coneheads bang, bang, which got made into a movie bang, bang, it wasn't bad bang. um he did impressions of alfred hitchcock bob dole clark gable deforest kelly george burns howard hughes jimmy carter john f kennedy paul stanley Ricardo Maltabon, Richard Sorry. Stack, Robert Stack, Rod Serling, Rush Limbaugh, Sigmund Freud, and Vincent Price. And now I, I really should have put in my honorable mentions list um, the, uh, the other half of the two wild and crazy guys because as a host, Steve Martin was a big influence on that show. He was never a cast member, but he was on nope. so many damn times. We're really just should have too wild and crazy. The wild guys. and crazy guys. <laughs> Do you remember the Bassomatic '76 commercial? Why, yes, I do. <laughs> you tired of being a bass? Put it in the Bassomatic '76. And Fred Garvin, male prostitute, was a hilarious sketch. It was like this male prostitute in like Indiana. Uh, so IMDb credits, 34 writer credits, 110 acting credits. He was in the Ruttles. Have you ever seen a movie called the Ruttles? I have not. It is a parody of the Beatles done by mostly the uh, guys from... Uh, Eric Idle and John Cleese, uh, that other funny British group. Um, 
Mm. He was also in 1941, Blues Brothers, Trading Places, Twilight Zone, Ghostbusters, Spies Like Us, we don't mention Caddyshack 2, and Gross Point Blank. <laughs> Although... <laughs> Would you suck the poison out? Worst. <laughs> yeah, Dead said, we don't, we, don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> Although he has been primarily associated with comedy, on occasion he has done some serious roles. Uh, such as in 2001, he was in Pearl Harbor, where he played the U.S. Navy officer who's been tracking the Japanese Navy but is unable to voice his concerns to his superior officers. Um, he was also the title character's son in Driving Miss Daisy, which earned him an Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Actor. He was once engaged to Carrie Fisher. And Carrie Fisher has got a great bit on I, I, some game show or something like that where she was like, I was engaged to Dan Aykroyd. I looked better back then. Somebody in the cast was like, well, yeah, but you know, you also did Star Wars with Jabba the Hutt. She's like, I looked better back then. Oh. <laughs> uh, after working together on three films, Jamie Lee Curtis called him the best screen kisser who she had ever had a scene with. Um, he is the first male regular cast member of Saturday Night Live to be nominated for Academy Award. Joan Kuzak was the very first regular cast member to be Oscar nominated. Trivia. Hey, um... it's the shit. All righty, sir. I am done with my number three. Uh... Why is it that I do not see what I need right here? Um, New egg. I know nothing. Dug, dug. How does one become? I did. Insanity runs in my family. Stop breaking the law, asshole! <laughs> I apparently don't have it anymore. I was, I was, I was gonna do my, uh, my. Dan Aykroyd uh, uh, sucked the paint. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> quote from, <laughs> from one of my favorite movies. Spies like Spies us. Spies like us, which happens to have my Chevy Chase in there. But he's not my three. Okay. My three is Bill Murray. Oh my. I'm just going to come right out with it. Only number three, really. Uh, I, I think when you see my three, two, one, okay. you'll, you'll see that, that they're very close to yours. I imagine so. So, um, and I imagine so as well, because I have yellow marks on all of them. <laughs> You're marking the cards. That's no fair. <laughs> no, I told you I was going to mark the ones that we have. I, the same. Know, I know. Bill Murray <laughs> is an American actor, comedian, and writer. He is one of the only people on Saturday Night Live, besides one other, who is able to work with his brother on the show. Huh. 
That's a weird distinction. Brian Doyle Murray is Bill Murray's brother. We know. And that. was a cast member on Saturday, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. The other couple was Randy Quaid and Dennis Quaid. And Dennis Quaid. Interesting. Now, that stat may not be true anymore because I got that from 19 or uh, from nah. 2017. So there might be somebody that came along afterwards. Who knows? Uh, let's see here. Are you ready for this? Meatballs, I'm ready. Meatballs, Caddyshack, Stripes, Tootsie, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, Scrooge, Tootsie. Or wait, what about Bob? Groundhog <laughs> Day. Uh, Kingpin. Kingpin. Uh, Zombie Land. Come on, man. Well, I, I know, but I, I'm just going through the list that I had written down. Which oh, we, sorry. My bad. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he also co-directed Quick Change Translation or Quick Change uh murray garnered additional critical acclaim later in his career starring in lost in translation great flick it is really really a great flick it's not comedy it has some funny moments but it is not a comedy but it is a great great flick uh he was in rushmore yes Hyde Park on the Hudson, St. Vincent, Oliver Kittredge. That was a mini series on HBO. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Of which uh, he won his second primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Supporting Actor in nice. a limited series. Uh La 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 la. He's never been able to stay married. He's got six children. Wow. Uh, anything else here? Deadpan expression. Yeah. He, well, he <laughs> has a deadpan expression, but the thing is, here, here's the thing Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase, all ad lib artists. They are oh, yeah. actors that, that go out. Well, they, you're all, they're all Second City Television alumni, which is they, all ad lib. They take the first take with with the script the way it is. Then they go and do whatever the fuck they want. And it's guaranteed that two out of three times they will take the ad lib. Oh, yeah. Portion. Oh, yeah. Um, they, <laughs> he accidentally broke Robert De Niro's nose. Oh my God. I did not know that one during the filming of mad dog and glory. <laughs> he is ranked 82nd, uh, in empire, which is a UK magazine of the top 100 movie stars of all time. Huh? He appeared in Scrooged with Great all flick with all three of his brothers oh god that's right 
his younger brother was his brother. Yep. And Brian was, oh, what did Brian do in that one? Uh, there's no Brian. You have Caleb. No, 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 no. Come back up here. That is not right. <laughs> oh, that's that's his son's. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh his his son was Caleb. Let's see here. Cast. We have Bill Murray. We have uh where's the other Murray's John Murray. Uh I don't know why they don't show the entire cast. Bill Murray. John Murray, Brian Doyle Murray. Where's the last one? Where's the last one? And we're scrolling. We're scrolling. <laughs> we're scrolling. I have no clue. Robert Murray was a sound. No, that's not it. John Murray as James Cross. Right. Brian Doyle as Earl Cross. Joel Murray as a guest. There you go. That I did not know. That's that's some good trivia right there, pal. There you go. Um, congratulations. Uh, that was my number three. Bill Murray. I, I, he's a brilliant actor. It's he is. The... It, it, some of the, I mean, Ghostbusters. Uh, uh, enough but, said. Okay, that's that's really all you have to say is yeah. Ghostbusters, yeah. because uh, you have you have Dan Aykroyd, you have Bill Murray, Ivan Reitman directing. I mean, Egon, 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 Egon. <clears throat> Yeah. Anyways, I am done with my number three, sir. My number two, I think we've gone over this guy before, has done impressions of Babe Ruth, Ed Asner, Elizabeth Taylor, Elvis Presley, Joe Cocker, John Lennon, Marlon Brando, Marlon, excuse me, Marlon Brando, Rasputin. Uh, Tip O'Neill, Truman Capote. His Truman Capote was fucking spot on. Okay. His reoccurring characters, Captain Ned, uh, Larry Farber, Steve Bouchakikis, Kevin, Samurai Futaba, and Jake Blues. Can you guess who that one is? Uh, 1975 to 1979 cast member. Oh, so he's one of the originals. OG. Um, John Belushi. John Belushi. It is. Samurai uh, Delicatessen. Oh, the whole Samurai series. Hold on. Me. Hold on. That, that, I totally fucked up. What? I didn't name. John Belushi's favorite skin of mine. It's, which one is it? 
cheeseburger, 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 yeah, cheeseburger. That's right. <laughs> the Olympia restaurant. No cock. Pepsi. Chip, 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 chip. Bill Murray. I want some eggs. No. Shoes. No, Bill Murray just just shook his head. And then and then John Belushi That's comes right. back and he's like, nah, What do you want? Cheeseburger. You want cheeseburger. You, you want cheeseburger. See that person over there? Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. I'll take a hamburger then. <laughs> Out of hamburger. <laughs> His Joe Cocker oh. impression was so spot on. I mean, and John Belushi was a great singer. He sounded, acted, and looked exactly like Joe Cocker. And, and he did such a good job. Later on, Joe Cocker was the musical guest, and him and John Belushi did a song together with John Belushi playing Joe Cocker right yes. next to him. And it was great. Uh, captain Ned of the Raging Queen. He was he was a pirate captain of a gay pirate ship. Think any men in your boat? <laughs> his Marlon Brando was amazing. Uh, it, well, I loved his Truman Capote. His Truman Capote was on spot, man. It, it just freaking made you laugh was, oh god and the samurai delicatessen samurai but, night fever but but his his and, and i'm gonna tell you his marlon brando was <laughs> so do you remember do you remember him playing the incredible hulk yes <laughs> When when they painted oh yes they painted they him painted all green. green he's shaking Bill Murray's hand and Bill Murray's playing Superman is like oh my god, my god, my god, my god. okay that's good <laughs> he played Beethoven in like three or four different skits yes which was brilliant <laughs> um oh god um and they played himself as the Wheaties spokesman. But the Wheaties box was chocolate donuts. And he's like, I've had chocolate donuts on my training table for years. <laughs> oh, my God. Killer Bees. Remember that? Yes. Killer Bees was good. Oh, um, my God. And then once again, going into the whole singing thing, it was brilliant. Um, and then the really. Okay. Third, he only has 13 credits in IMDb. He was also in The Ruddles, obviously Animal House, 1941, and The Blues Brothers. Uh, the really poignant one was he did a skit on Saturday Night Live called Don't Look Back in Anger, where he played basically an 80-year-old version of himself. And supposedly he was the last cast member left alive of the original cast. Which is really sad because he was the first one to go. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, it, it, Belushi was. How do you say this in a in a good way? What made him great was also what caused him. Oh his, yeah. his life. Um. I mean, he he's he's kind of that same 
person as Robin Williams. Robin Williams fortunately got off of drugs. Belushi yeah. did not. Um, Robin Williams is a different tragedy in itself. Uh, oh, I know. But, but you know, I, I, honestly, I, I, I've always said this about about Robin Williams, and and that's a, I, I don't blame him. I, uh, I was so pissed off at him for killing himself, and then when I found out he was like on a yeah. lot of stuff for mental issues, I'm like, well, all right. I, I, he I, had he had chemical instability in his brain. I get it. I'm still a little pissed off, but I get it. I don't hate him for doing that, but this but is sad. The mental instability stuff that he was dealing with is one thing, but the fact that all of it was compressed at the same time when he found out that he had Parkinson's, that I, I don't know how I would would feel. Yeah, I don't a, know either, a, yeah. A, about a debilitating i mean we all watched muhammad ali we all watched probably the 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 smartest boxer in the world basically look like he was stupid as shit by the end um even michael j fox i mean that poor guy can't control himself whatsoever you know it's like yeah he's just he's way bad yeah so anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, right. and then one, as a little side note, he used to do the weekend updates as an agitated commentator and he would go off and like, I think it was Chevy chase was the, the, the weekend update anchor at the point. And he would start talking about something and get more and more like involved and agitated and he would talk about his buddy who got popped at the border. He was trying to get into Turkey. Was or no? He was trying to get into England, but he had this Turkish hash on him, and they popped him for trafficking, not holding, but trafficking. And he would just get more and more pissed off until he like basically had a seizure and just fell off the chair. Great oh, stuff. God. Great stuff. Okay, that's it for me. All right, you sir. We're up to your number two. I'm actually going to be really short on this because you and I actually talked a lot about this person already. Fair enough. Uh, my number two was Eddie Murphy. And I like, can see that. Like we said, the whole Buckwheat character and all. The reason that I really put Eddie Murphy in number two is that he was breaking the barrier that Saturday night live had, he was able to go out there. He was the first black man to go out there and pick on himself, pick on being black. <laughs> True. You know, the whole buckwheat thing was, was brilliant. Yeah. Just I mean, a parody. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. And, and his, uh, uh, Stevie wonder every time he did. Oh God. <laughs> spot on now he left the show and that's when he went and did the beverly hills cop and all that stuff which beverly hills cop if you have not seen beverly hills cop you need to watch this movie it it's the best uh 
what was the other one where where uh he cut he, the money the money he switches places um trading places trading places oh Dan Aykroyd, jamie lee curtis brilliant freaking films oh yeah um as a matter of fact yeah the next time that well we'll talk about that in a second but <laughs> i i want I, I, there are a couple of movies that i would love for us to review and uh one of them is silver streak with, yeah uh, i i just i, I think that the, yeah the comedy of richard Pryor, which is what eddie murphy based his comedy on oh yeah um the comedy of richard Pryor, which is is not really uh compatible to the to the to the woke world that we're in now <laughs> um he's 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 incredible and and eddie murphy saw that in them i mean he saw the fact that 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 here's this guy who caught his hair on fire because he was smoking meth no or it was crack or you know it was the new drug at the time he caught his jerry curled hair on fire and he he goes out and talks about it for 15 minutes in his show. And Eddie Murphy took to that. He he grabbed a hold of that and he made fun of himself. He made fun of other black people. And lit- literally he was like, Well, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pass. I'm gonna use it. I love when he references like like when uh, Bill Cosby called him up and was like, "You can't say filth, Arn filth." <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to Richard Pryor, and Richard Pryor's um, like, "That motherfucker paying your bills." Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> um, uh, coming to America, great I, film. How much? What four? Four different characters in that movie. Four different characters in the movie. Um, it, it's. Just, it's a brilliant flick. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like I said, he has no problem picking on himself. You're a prince. But <laughs> like I was saying, Beverly Hills Cop, I think is a movie we should review. That is one of his app. That is the pinnacle of his movies right there. It is it is brilliant. That's a uh Probably, probably the second best movie he's ever made was Golden Child, being the first, right? No, 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 no. Forty-eight hours with Nick Nolte. Uh, I mean that started in my. I wouldn't call it his best, but okay, whatever. Yeah, you know why it becomes his best because Nick Nolte was in it, and I am a Nick Nolte fan. All right, sir. I talked enough about my number two. What in God's green earth is your number one? Oh, you know what it is. OG character. It's the last one. 1976 to 1980. Five-time host. Not Mm -hmm. big on impressions, but his character and skits were great. Uh, in his stint in SNL, that's a fact, Jack. That is correct. It is Bill Murray. 
Although his Nick, the lounge singer bit, is fucking great. Where he does the whole Star Wars because as a lounge can't... singer. <laughs> Star Wars! <laughs> <laughs> he, he can't sing and he's he singing he's singing to the love boat thing. <laughs> dude his weekend update oscar prediction predictions were hilarious like as when they brought him back as a host he did it again because it was just fucking brilliant um yeah once again another dude in the ruddles yeah, Meatballs, Caddyshack, Stripes, Ghostbusters, Scrooge, What About Bob, Grandma, Kingpin, Rushmore, Lost and Trinity, Zombieland. It's Bill motherfucking Murray. <laughs> this guy, I, the Chive, like, kind of attached themselves to Bill Murray. Um, and then Bill Murray attached himself to the Chive. Because they were selling T-shirts of him, because they loved his ass so much, right? But so when when he caught wind of this successful T-shirt line, all he asked of the chives was that they sponsor his annual charity golf tournament in exchange for his image. That's all he wanted. Just give me a shout out for my celebrity stuff, and you're good to go. Bill Murray started a car club. Uh, 60 he's got the 60s era ford thunderbird um and he found a guy who had the same car basically um legendary grill master and bass bass guitar player big papa so big papa has a black 63 t-bird bill had purchased a 60 t-bird and champagne pink they formed this car club called the thunderbirds owners club okay they're both co-founders uh they alternate every year as to who's the club president and then whoever is the club president has the t-shirt touting them as the club president a few luminaries and fellow enthusiasts are asked to join the club every year however it's a difficult club in which to attain a membership uh this guy who is interviewing bill he asked he said you know if he would consider him in the club um and and bill's like oh yeah absolutely and this guy was ecstatic he told the vetting process could take months and possibly years um he'd need to ingratiate himself to the members uh, perhaps run some errands maybe a little laundry from time to time it would pay off with the membership though you get a t-shirt and long breezy rides from mesa grande um as he as this guy left the meeting he was walking on the air he's like he asked big papa he said how many people are in the club or asked to join the club he said about a hundred are asked to join the club how many official members are there in the thunderbird club now two Two? <laughs> like, wait, two? You two? He said, yeah, it's a running gag. So these clowns pull up some people who would be nice to you for a membership and they never get it. Yep, that's what we do. <laughs> there is a da, whole website. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 
Did you know who was playing the piano in Paul that? Schaefer. Paul Schaefer. Paul <laughs> Schaefer. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so Bill Murray has got there's an entire website out there devoted to Bill Murray called No One Will Ever Believe You. You can look it up. It, he he busts into people's parties. He photobombs weddings. He shows up in restaurants and eats your fries. And like, you want to take a selfie with him? That's cool. Let's take a selfie. He just doesn't care. He goes out in the public and plays with people's minds all the time. He is such a cool ass dude. Um, in IMDb, he has 99 actor credits. 10 for writing, 7 for producing, and 1 for director. He does have one Academy Award nomination. Um, he was one British Academy of... Oh, he was nominated by the British Academy Film Awards and won that one. He has been nominated for four primetime Emmys and won two of them. Yeah, he has been nominated for seven Golden Globes. Oh God, Golden Globes. Globes. As one win for that tomorrow. Three Screen Actor Guild nominations, three Independent Spirit Awards, which he won two of those. That, sir, is my number one. All right. You ready for my number one? <laughs> I'm ready. All right. I'm coming. I'm coming. Hello? Mrs. Potter? Yes, that's me. The same Mrs. Potter who's vice president in charge of loans for the Franklin National Bank of Chicago? Yeah, that's me. Hey, this is for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, may I come in? What for? Uh, well, you see, ma'am, when a VIP like yourself uh -huh. comes to Moline to do business, it's customary for the company to send a gal up to the room. Compliments of Great Lakes Feed and Grain. Since you're a gal, the company sent me, Fred Garvin. Fred Garvin. Male prostitute. Uh, I don't. That, wait, wait. That, the female actress, oh God, the, the first Lois Lane from the first. Superman movie. Oh God, who was that? Uh, oh geez. God. I don't know if they have this listed. Uh, Dan Aykroyd show more. Yeah, they don't have listed what her name was. Um. 1978 Superman. That is Margot Kidder. Yes. <laughs> Fred Garvin, male prostitute. Let me just take off these. 
<laughs> oh my god. That was a great sketch. <laughs> Holy hell. Do you see the jacket he's wearing? I know. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, um okay, so Dan Aykroyd. Um and, and I've I know I've said this before in our, in our shows. I honestly think that he is the best actor out of uh out of Saturday Night Live. Uh he's been a, a he's been able to interact with just about every person that's that's ever been put forward to him. And uh his deadpan is great. His Deadpan is oh great. The fact that he can come up with a response. See, this is this takes us back to the whole um, uh, uh, improv group that all these yep. guys SCTV. were a part of. Yep. Uh, it just it it was very easy for them to come up with responses to anything that was coming up which made the skits flow. It didn't matter what the other actor said. They were going to roll. Yeah. You know what those things can do? Suck the paint off your house and give your family a permanent orange Afro. <laughs> Jane, Spy. you ignorant slut. <laughs> <laughs> Best line ever. <laughs> I have got to find that. Uh. Um, I have got to find that one. Uh, yeah, Dan Aykroyd's incredibly talented, and I mean, to to this day, he, I mean, he's directing now, he's directing stuff, he's he's been a writer for years. Oh, yeah, uh. They helped write Ghostbuster for crying out loud. And look at what that turned into. I mean, that was that was an incredibly hard piece to come up with. Oh, yeah. I've, Ivan Reitman, Bill Murray, uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd, all three of those guys were were kind of tied at the hips oh yeah throughout their careers and we're on a mission from god we're on a <laughs> mission from god i couldn't help it it just popped in there the blues brothers i thought um, of the, the most innocent thing from my childhood that could never hurt me <laughs> what did you do ray <laughs> and whatever you do don't cross the beams don't cross the streams <laughs> why what, what what it would be bad <laughs> what, what would happen if we crossed the streams it would, it be, would bad. be bad that's not dan agra's lines but i'm sure he wrote it i am gozer Composer, the key master. I, I love his bit where he's like, Go to the Gozerian. There's a dilly noted 
<laughs> representative from the state of New York. I order you to go back to your... Oh my! That'll God. do it, Ray. <laughs> Get her. That was your plan. Get her. <laughs> yes, this man has no dick. <laughs> That's uh, sorry, but okay. <laughs> It's what? Until Dickless here shut off the power grid. That's Dan <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Jane, you ignorant <laughs> slut. <laughs> I am an illegal alien. I, I am going to have to. Yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm uh, station manager Dan Aykroyd. Um, during the past <laughs> few weeks in Los Angeles, actor Lee Marvin and his former live-in companion Michelle Triola Marvin have been in court to settle her claim that he owes her half his income from the six years they lived together. That is the subject of tonight's Point Counterpoint. Jane will take the pro-Michelle Marvin point while I take the anti-Michelle Triola counterpoint. Jane? Dan, times change and so does the nature of relationships. People are reluctant to get married these days, and looking at divorce statistics, who can blame them? But the lack of a piece of paper does not necessarily mean the lack of a total commitment. A woman in this modern-day relationship may well give up all her own personal pursuits, as Michelle Marvin claims she did, to give her full support to her man's career. And Michelle Marvin is just asking that the courts recognize that reality. Dan, there's an old saying, behind every successful man, there's a woman, a loving, giving, caring woman. But you wouldn't know about that, Dan, because there's no old saying about what's behind a miserable failure. <laughs> Jane, you ignorant slut. <laughs> Bagged out, dried up, slunk meat like you and Michelle Triola know the rules. If you want a contract, sign on the dotted line. Oh, but let's all keep it here for poor Michelle Triola. There was only testimony that she had sexual intercourse over 40 times with another man while living with actor Lee Marvin. But I suppose that sort of fashionable promiscuity means nothing to someone like you, Jane, who hops from bed to bed with the frequency of a cheap ham radio. <laughs> Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned, and Michelle Triola, like a screeching, squealing, rapacious swamp sow, is after actor Lee Marvin's last three million dollars. I guess what you and Michelle are saying is that when you're on your backs, the meter is running. Tell us the rates at the top. Then we can choose which two-bit tarts and bargain basement sluts to shack up with. I do not know. Uh, I, I do not know how they did that. Straight faced. Straight faced. And and I guarantee the minute the minute that he started talking, the whole reason that they never did a wide shot of those two was because they were laughing their asses off. <laughs> oh God! Do you remember Trading Places? Yeah, like they beat me up, took my clothes. Those men want to have sex with me. <laughs> oh God! Uh, I I I have. Got oh, okay. I will get that soundbite into into the machine. The uh, <laughs> Jane, you ignorant slut. <laughs> mm. oh, All right. I, I guess I guess it's time to let the audience know what the fuck we're doing next week. 
Yeah, we teased it already. We kind of spoiled it. We <laughs> are going to do two shows. I think we're going to do a little deep dive into Purple Rain. And then we're going to do a deeper dive into Prince's life. And I'm really looking forward to this show. I am not going to lie. Yes, I am. Uh, I'm actually excited about this one. I, I, I truthfully think that Prince changed a lot of the way that music is or was at that point in time. Uh, and, and people don't know how much of an influence this gentleman was. Or just um, how good he was period yeah yeah uh, I, I, yeah it, it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah uh well i, I i'm thinking that we we need to kind of do this we need to kind of divvy this up um because there's a lot to go through oh god yeah um like i am 100 willing to do the research on all the songs that prince has written uh, and compile that so that you can see what what he's done. I mean, the oh, guy's yeah. the guy's done a crap load of stuff. Um, I, I got some Kevin Smith stuff I want to throw in there, so I'll work on that. Okay. Um, Somebody's got to do his his beginning before before he got big. I think we need to divvy it up into like three different areas before Purple Rain, during Purple Rain, and, and then after after Purple Rain. Th this could be a four-part show. It really could. This this <laughs> this could be a super long show. Yeah. Um and, and if it is, then you guys are really going to get tired of Prince. Um, yep. But who can get tired of Prince? I mean, it's Prince. But I mean, there's there's so much here, and and honestly, we we don't have to delve into the Purple Rain movie because we are going to do a deep dive into that. Right, right, right. Uh, as a matter of fact, that'll be the first show. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's what you guys have coming to you now. You're, they they don't know this. They don't know this because this is going to come out afterwards. Um, they're supposed to get a meatball show tomorrow. Uh, and maybe I'm not done. I'm just not done. If it comes out a day or two late, so be it. That's uh, I, I, I apologize, but there, there were a lot of audio issues. It's a fun show. But I, there's yeah, there's some stuff. There's a lot of editing going into this one. That's that's going to be very time consuming, and we apologize. It is probably the second best show we've ever done. The first, really? best, yeah, the first best show that we did was was the music show that never got produced. Oh God! Which I I still have it, but. It's a six-hour show. 
<laughs> that that's insane. I just I don't have time to edit that with our <laughs> our regular shows. Uh, but it's brilliant. We there's so much information in that in that music show. We we did a lot of research. We did a lot of talk, and it was it was good times. Yeah, there. Yeah, that'll be the is, lost show. The it, next year, it'll yeah. pop up as a lost show. That's going to be one of those that I will take probably four days off in a row to to make it happen. <laughs> um, but it, it's a it's a show that's worthy of it. Uh, the meatball show is really good. It, we have a lot of sound bites in it. It's just it is funny. <laughs> I think we had a very good time with the movie Meatballs. Oh, I had a blast with that one. I love that one. So, anyways, anything else you got? I am Before good to go, my friend. Get the hell out of here after three hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, we got it's a school night, so we got to blow this pop stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, I guess we'll see you next week. Have a great time and look forward to seeing you again. Don't get too drunk and enjoy Mm -hmm. your bourbon.